Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys, how's it going? As you know, it's Ronnie, and you're tuning into VJX.FM. I just wanted to get on here and talk to you guys briefly about something that has been uh, popping up on my timeline quite a bit. As you know, everybody's got their own little trend of, um, you know, tag a friend and, you know, everybody just does this little activity or whatever. But this one actually stood out to me and it was about relationships and why they last, why they don't. And the majority of the reasons why relationships don't last, and this is what I pretty much summed it all up to, was lack of communication. But what I boiled it down to was people don't know each other. It sounds crazy. Regardless of however long you've been with somebody, you really don't know another individual until, you know, you see their vulnerability, which is, in my opinion, their strongest armor. Because it shows you just who they truly are. When you see the ugly in them, when you see, you know, what we consider to be weak, you know, it's like, you know, when they break and when they get really emotional. Like, I used to think that uh, emotion, like showing emotions and crying and, you know, being vulnerable, I used to think that that was a sign of weakness. And... In a way, I kind of still do, but not 100%. I feel like you're even more weaker when you have that guard up and when you're just constantly, uh, you know, just very hardened. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be... Um, you don't have... It takes a lot to be very vulnerable in a in a cold world such as this. But let me get back into what I was talking about. Uh, communication and not knowing one another. At the end of the day... It all boils down to communication. The reason why people don't know each other is because they don't communicate. You know, you've got people who hop in relationships and they're not finished healing. They don't let their partner know that they're even going through something or that they even started the process of healing. They just hopped in another relationship and all of a sudden they they feel like this is what they need to. This is like the answer to their healing prayers. You know, and that's never usually the case. You do need to take time to heal and take as much time as you need to so that way the next person doesn't get involved with you and they're wondering, why the fuck am I involved with this person? You know, um, I had talked to this young guy a while ago, probably like, mm, let's see, maybe back in like August or September, and he was telling me how he was having all these problems with his girlfriend. And, and I was like, well, what is the issue? He was like, I don't know. She just always wants to, she always asks me questions and wants to talk. And I'm like, yeah, she's trying to get to know you. And he was like, yeah, but, and I'm like, there is no yeah, but like, you have to understand she's involved with you because you chose to get involved with her. Understand that she's involved with you because you chose to get involved with her. You guys agreed to this. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's all his fault. But I am saying that, you know, you got to own up to your part in this as well. You can't just necessarily put it all on her and make it seem like, you know, she's a nag and all she wants to do is talk. I mean, well, that's that's what we do. We're women. But as human beings, even animals and, you know, insects and whatnot, they everybody communicates. Everybody does. How else are we going to know what's wrong, what's right? You know what I mean? It's important to communicate with your partner and let them know, even if it hurts them, even if it hurts you to say it. Doesn't matter. I'd rather I'd rather be honest with you and tell you something that will temporarily hurt your feelings opposed to me lying to you and then later on you find out that I lied because that's going to hurt you a lot worse and then it's going to uh dictate how you're going to look at me now. You know, and I've, you know, I'm not perfect at all. I've definitely done my share of lying in relationships and you know and it really came back and bit me in the ass because I realized that not only did that affect, 
you know, our trust. It also affected how she looked at me. It affected how she communicated with me, you know, and certain little things that I used to really um, enjoy those got turned off, you know, it was kind of like, you know, the switches were pulled and snatched out, you know, from, you know, her doing certain things for me. And I was like, man, like I'm really fucked up (laughs) just from not telling the truth about something that I really could have just been honest about from the get go. But you know, there's a lot of reasons as to why people don't want to tell the truth. There's a lot of reasons why people don't want to just have conversation regarding their pain and you know what it is that that's hindering them from even thinking about speaking up there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it you know sometimes you have to look at yourself as the person who's actually being told a lie you know figure out why why you're being lied to sometimes it's not always on the person who's lying you know what I mean it's it's no different from you know a parent and a child you know, and they're saying, you know, you're supposed to tell me the truth and they have a tone, you know, when parents have a tone and they're talking sternly to their children, you know, it, it makes you want to lie. It makes you want to quickly lie. So that way you can, you know, go ahead and get the, get the heat off your back because you don't know what's going to happen if you fess up to what you've done. You don't know how people are going to perceive you. So again, it's not like I'm saying it's okay to lie, but I get it. I understand why people do it. It's an emotional thing. You don't want to hurt that person. You're very fearful of what they're going to say, think, or do. You never know what the hell somebody's going to do if you just straight up say, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. You know what I mean? Or I cheated. Or I did this. Or whatever the case may be. Years ago, not not too long ago, but years ago, um, and this is something that I, I think everybody should actually work on doing because it does actually help. I read this book by Lynn Toller called My Mother's Rules, and it helped me to understand myself a lot better. She and I have a lot in common, but that's another story. Um, What she would do is she would wake up and she would, um, Lynn Toller, she would wake up and she would give her husband what she calls a, uh, a weather report which allows him to know how she's feeling, how she's doing. Uh, if she had a bad dream, if she had a good dream, did she wake up on the wrong side or the right side of the bed? You know, like, does she feel like she's in a bitchy mood? I used to do that a lot, you know, in my relationship. And then for whatever reason, I stopped, but I realized that it did help a lot. And it helped me because not only did it allow her to know how I was feeling and how to deal with me, it also allowed me to know that I needed to check myself. I needed to have that mirror effect. And I'm going to always mention that mirror effect because that is something that a lot of us do need. You know, having that um, having that weather report in the morning can actually save, <laughs> it can save a lot of relationships, marriages, whatever, even friendships, you know, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's important to even let your boss know or, you know, your fr- your coworkers, your dog, you know, let let people know so that way they're aware of how you're doing and they're aware of what love, of how to come at you. You know what I mean? It's important so that way people aren't just on the outside looking in. At least you told them. It's like, look, I woke up with a headache. I don't feel good. Keep it down. I feel like I could snap at any moment. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just letting you know that I can just snap at any moment. You know what I mean? And I would appreciate the hell out of that from anybody who tells me that because it's a warning. And it's them being um, honest enough because some people, like I said, some people are not comfortable just telling you how they feel. 
a lot of people go with the generic response of, hey, how you doing? Fine. I'm okay. All right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, and we clearly see that they're not fine. They ain't all right. They're not cool. They're not okay. We we can see that. So you got to appreciate when somebody tells you straight up just what their mood is and what they're going through. Something that um, I learned from Tony Robbins was you do have to pay better attention to people's emotions. Like their response is going to either be a loving response or it's going to be a cry for help. And a lot of times when, if we really pay attention, a lot of people are crying for help. A lot of times that's the case, you know, and sometimes that response can come off very harshly. That's a cry for help. Don't take it as like, you know, they're, uh, don't take it for what it appears to be. Don't take it for what it appears to be. Meaning like if they're coming at you crazy and they're 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 harsh with their words, they're harsh with their tone and you know their their demeanor and everything else, that is a cry for help. It's not necessarily them saying that they just want to lunge at your neck because if anything it means that they just they need a hug. <laughs> you know, they need somebody to talk to. I've been there. I mean, I think we've all been there where, you know, we're just really flustered. And sometimes we allow life to get to us so much that we don't know why we're so frustrated. We don't know why this is the cause of X, Y, and Z, you know, because we just allowed it to build up. That's the same way. That's the same thing that happens in relationships. I've noticed that, you know, I've had relationships before where I would try to communicate, but I would try to communicate how I felt and what I was going through. But for whatever reason, I didn't dig deep enough to explain myself to where my um to where my partner would understand you know and it left me frustrated too and a lot like I said it all goes back to being accountable for your own shit and what I mean by that is you can't expect somebody to help you if you're not willing to help yourself you can't just you know have an attitude and be a sulky person and expect for people to just kiss your ass and to tend to you if you're not willing to tend to yourself. I've I've realized that people are more willing to help you if you're already helping yourself in the process. Nobody's going to want to come near you if you're having a crisis and it's showing. People want to help other people who are already helping themselves. So what I do in my relationships is, like, if my woman is having an issue, what I typically do is I ask her, how can we fix it? What can we do together? You know what I mean? Even if it's something that she can clearly do on her own, but it's really just a matter of seeing it and acknowledging that. And then, you know, not necessarily saying, what can I do? Because, you know, some people don't want, they don't want charity. It's like, I don't want you to do anything for me because that can honestly set people off too. That's happened to me before. I had a frustrated day one day, like once and next thing I knew, like I was snapping on somebody just because they offered to help. And they were trying to do it on their own. And I didn't like that, you know. So it, it just boils down to communicating and just being honest about yourself, being honest about whatever it is that is bothering you. And a lot of people can't do that because, you know, if you remember one of my previous podcasts, I talked about veal. I talked about vulnerability. And being vulnerable is... Mm, being vulnerable is that that's your baby. If that makes sense. Your veal. Your veal is what I consider to be vulnerable. It's precious. It's never been touched. 
it's like an it's like an open sensitive spot so much as like a gust of wind can easily you know either tickle it or hurt it and you just don't want anything going near it and another um one of the podcasts that I mentioned about being a hoarder when it comes to feelings and emotions and just having all this information and not letting it out you know that's that's also a part of your view and part of being vulnerable letting somebody in can honestly make somebody draw back and that's that's the that's the sad part really if you think about it because when you're in a relationship with somebody and you just got all this information you've got all these emotions you've got all this stuff that you're just hoarding and you've got somebody who's genuine and really wants to help you sort it out but you're just like nah I'm good you know what I mean? It's like, what's wrong? Like, talk to me. And then you just, you keep drawing back. You don't want to talk about it. Because, again, it's your veal. It's like, well, how do I know that you're not going to hurt me if I tell you? How do I know that you're not going to abuse whatever it is that I give to you right now? You know, and then we got all these things going in our minds where we're thinking, okay, I tried talking to so-and-so about this. They didn't really care. I tried talking to, you know, a friend. They didn't care talk to my mom about it she told me I was crazy you know what I mean like and these are like real life situations for people too where they really feel like they can't talk to anybody which is why in relationships it's important to work out the kinks before you even get involved with another person like if you can't so much as communicate what your issue is how do you expect for that other person to communicate back with you how do you expect for that other person to be one with you you know what I mean and it goes also a little bit deeper. A lot of relationships and a lot of relationships, people don't share the same dreams. They don't share the same wants. They don't share the same needs, goals, nothing. I've noticed that that's also a part of why relationships don't make it. And again, everything kind of goes back to communication. You know what I mean? You got to communicate what it is that you want, what it is that you will not tolerate, what it is that you just are not cool with what it is that you desire, why you desire it. Break shit down for people. You know what I mean? I've been in relationships before, man. I'm telling you, like, that's why I talk about it so much because the more that I talk about this, the more I realize, like, gosh, like, this all could have been saved had there been more communication. And that's really all I can think about. Communication is key. Everything goes back to communication. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be something as simple as don't forget to take the chicken out the freezer. Next thing you know, you're going home and the chicken never got taken out and you're flying off the handle and, you know, it becomes a big ordeal, you know, and I, I don't know that that's a corny little, little analogy. However, you get what I mean, but communication, that is definitely like, you know, uh, it's something that I feel people need to work on. Because if the whole world, like I said, I've I've read the comments on a few of these posts and the main one was communication. And the sad thing is that people still haven't gotten it. And it's because people don't know how to talk to other people. You know, like people get frustrated, they draw back, they feel like there's no point in conversing about certain situations. They feel like it's a waste of time. And it's not, you know, you just have to either let that guard down or you need to just go on ahead and just be by yourself for a little bit and heal. Wait for those wounds to be completely healed. And sometimes wounds don't necessarily always heal. 
You know, sometimes you'll still feel a little bit of nerve damage or whatever, a little scar tissue here and there. But it doesn't mean that you can't, you can't still try. You always want to work those kinks out before you get involved with anybody else. Because again, you don't want to get involved with somebody who doesn't know anything about themselves. Like I said, being in a relationship with somebody whose response to every question is, I don't know, I guess, maybe, you know what I mean? Responses like that. It's like, those aren't real responses. That's not communicating. And some people think that these are legitimate responses and they kind of are, but they're not like, you got to break things down. And I'm a logical person by nature. So for me, it's like, you can't tell me that you're hungry, but not tell me what you want. Telling me that you're hungry is not going to make me figure it out. You know what I mean? You got to break it down. Like, what do you want? Because there's a lot of ways that I can make an egg. There's a lot of ways that I can go in there and make a pizza. There's a lot of ways that I can go in there and hook up some chicken, potatoes. You know what I mean? Like, you got to tell me. You got to break things down. And some people just do not like to do that. You know, I've heard of, I heard an argument in the store. I kid you not. I was in the grocery store and this couple was going at it. They weren't like making a big scene, but the husband, I'm assuming, was getting very frustrated with his wife because he kept asking her like, look, you told me that your family was coming over for a couple of days. I need to know what they like so that way I can, you know, get this together. And she said, well, you you should know by now. I, like wow <laughs> but that's it, it you know what I mean like some a response like that you should know by now it, like that that's horrible that that is so toxic and I felt bad for the guy because he was really trying and you can tell by the look on his face that he didn't even want for his uh his in-laws or whatever to even be over at the house to begin with but the fact that he was out there in the store dealing with crazy people dealing with his crazy wife for one you know and you know this is her family and she you know, it's her family and he didn't even want to be at the store, but he's sitting there holding, you know, a list trying to figure out, okay, well, what do I get? Should I just call your mom and ask her? And she said, you should already know what to get. I don't know. I don't understand. Like, why are you asking? Like you, you've been over my family's house. You know what they eat? Like, you don't understand. Like this man probably doesn't know. And clearly he doesn't because he's asking you, you know, and it's the lack of communication that was there. And it was really sad to watch because the guy really was trying, you know, even though he was frustrated and he was trying and it's his wife or girlfriend, whatever, you know, and she just, the lack of communication was just what was definitely tearing them apart. And all he could do was just kind of stand there and just, you know, shrug and point out, well, what about, what about corn? What about broccoli? You know, just now they're going to be in the store longer than what they need to be because she's not willing to communicate. All it takes is, okay, babe, give me a second. Let me call my mom and ask her, you know, if she wants X, Y, Z. Let me call my dad and see if he wants this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? But instead, she chose to withdraw. She She chose to hold back everything. And all it took was just a simple phone call. All it took was a couple of answers, you know what I mean? I'm not saying you got to break down the food groups and, you know, the ingredients of what it is that these people want, but, you know, instead of telling him, you should know already, like, damn, (laughs) you know, anyway, when I heard that, I just, I felt really bad for the guy, because like I said, the fact that I saw him trying and he wasn't getting anywhere and he knew he wasn't, and now he was like, well, I guess I got to figure it out myself. But why should you figure it out yourself when you have a partner? You're supposed to have a partner. You're supposed to have a companion. You're supposed to have somebody that's got your back. 
somebody that's willing to just tell you and, you know, just talk to you. Just talking. People don't like to talk anymore. And I've noticed that with not even just in relationships, but just in people. Lack of communication is just not there. We're sitting here going off of, uh, we're going based off of what we think and assuming everything. Assuming, well, you should know. Assuming just the worst about people. It's pretty unfortunate, you know, and it's almost like there should be a class before you hop in a relationship. I really think so. If you guys remember that episode on, um, what was it? Uh, Black Mirror. I believe it, I believe the episode was called Nosedive. And it, they basically went based off of the ratings of people, you know, like you got a 4.0, you got 5.0 or however many stars you got, you know, they went around rating people. I feel like that would be perfect for relationships. Is this person going to be able to communicate? Is this person going to be able to just, you know, uh, will, will this person be able to handle me smoking in the car? Will this person be able to handle me drinking every once in a while? You know what I mean? Can this person pay rent? <laughs> you know, can this person cook? Is this person argumentative? You know what I mean? I feel like we should all come with some sort of a warning label. I believe that that would be perfect, but it doesn't really work like that, unfortunately. So that's why communication is key. You got to communicate with your partner. You got to let them know what's going on. There's nothing wrong with giving your partner a weather report in the morning, in the morning, evening, afternoon, whatever. Just let them know. Communicate it. Because nobody is made of glass. Can't see through you. I can't see what's going on in that heart. I can't see what's going on in that mind of yours. So you got to open that beautiful mouth and communicate to me and tell me what it is that you want. You know what I mean? We can't figure it out if we're just going to sit here and assume that you should know already. doesn't work like that. And that's how a lot of relationships end. That's where the bitterness comes from. That's where cheating comes from. It's like, I'm not getting the bare minimum at home, so I'm going to go out and get it from somebody else who's actually willing to give it to me. You know what I mean? And like I said, lying doesn't make it okay. (laughs) Cheating doesn't necessarily make it okay. That's why you got to communicate with your partner. Let them know what's going on. Tell them how you're feeling. Even if it pains you, even if you feel like it's going to hurt them, trust me, they will appreciate the fact that you was honest with them up front opposed to them finding out that you lied and now they got to look at you like this motherfucker is a liar. Can't trust you. Get the fuck out of my face. You know what I mean? You don't want that. You, you just don't want that. So anyway, guys, like I said, I wanted to get on here and talk to you guys about that briefly because it's a lot of uh, questions regarding relationships. Everybody is quarantined together. You got couples who don't want to fucking be in a relationship anymore because of this quarantine you've got uh people in relationships who are just unhappy because there's no communication and like i said the list of comments that i saw said communication communication that is the downfall of relationships there is no communication i need for y'all to talk to each other open up your mouth speak tell them what it is that you want why you want it how you want it when you want it And ask if they have a problem. Ask how we can fix it. What can we do to fix it? You know what I mean? It doesn't take much. Just a few questions. Like like Tony Robbins said, man. And again, shout out to the homie um, Martha for this one too. 
But the two responses that you really need to look for are a loving response or a cry for help. And nine times out of 10, the responses that you're getting are really a cry for help. They need something. So again, instead of trying to be, you know, super save a hole, whatever, just ask how we can fix it. What can we do about it? Doesn't take much. Cheer somebody up by showing that you give a damn. All right, guys. So I'm going to cut this off now. You all have a wonderful evening, wonderful morning, afternoon. I don't know where anybody is, whoever's listening to this, wherever you may be. Stay blessed. Stay prayed up. Keep the faith. Be happy. And just believe in yourself. (laughs) Believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. Believe that you can accomplish anything without any anything setting you back. All right. You guys have a great one. I will send you guys another one later on. Ciao.